Good morning. It is Monday, May 17th, 8.17 a.m. I hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. It was very busy. I had a lot of work to do, but I got it sorted. Um, I had someone come over and help me two times this week with the shipping, and that was great. To just, I trained them on the computer part, and... That's the part that is the most tedious for me. Uh, um, it has been kind of cold in SF. It's We had about a week or so of summer-ish, summer-adjacent weather or spring, one of the warmer seasons, and now it is back to being cold. Um, I used to not care about it, but now that I'm inside all the time, I look forward to the sunshine. And me and Arena went out on Saturday night to the Evil Eye to have some wine and some frites or fries or whatever. Um, they were presented like palm frites, or, you know, like Belgian style, standing up in a cone with the fancy ketchup, etc. Nice mayo. Um, and it, it started getting really cold. I think we would have stayed longer if it hadn't gotten some cold. Also, it started getting really busy. Um, it was mostly like outdoor dining and seating. And since we were a smaller party, we're, we they were saving the indoors for like parties of four or more. But at one point, these two guys were like literally hovering over our table. One of the guys was wearing these jegging type jeans and they were sagging. Um, not because he intentionally bought them oversized. It's just, he wore them out and I don't know, I think he'd been using them for sweatpants through the whole pandemic and decided to step out of the house. Um, but they were not standing six feet away from us and they, even though their backs were to us, they were basically, they would turn around and look at us like, we're not going to, they, they eventually left because they were sick of, I guess, staring at us, eat French fries. Um, but it was really irritating. I hate it when someone's hovering over, over me for my table. It's like, good God, get a hobby. Um, I, I will never forget. I, I think it was with April. I should learn to let go of some things, but somehow I still remember this and I don't think I'll ever forget it. I was with April and I believe Kadeen, we were at Pakwan on 16th and it's this really delicious uh, Pakistani eatery and I usually get the lamb biryani there, which is like, it's kind of like paella, but with lamb chunks and it's really good. Um, so we were just, you know, eating and this woman would be like, are you done eating yet? And she said that to us. And then I think Kay or April went to the bathroom or something. And she's like, are you guys getting up? Like she just would not stop. And she tried to sit down while we, when we did finally finish our meal, she 
started seating herself as we were like putting our coats on and stuff. It, she was obnoxious. I wanted to flip the fucking table over on her. So yeah, if you want to sit down at a place where you're waiting for a table, you need to give people the space to eat or to drink their wine or whatever, because it's just so tacky to hover over somebody like that. And I don't want to be that close to those many people, people I don't know, especially, I mean, we're still in this pandemic, you know, I don't want to see your ugly juggings. Um, but apart from that, the unpleasantness, um, it was very nice to see Irina. We caught up and then I went back and went to bed early. Actually, I went to bed. I just put myself in my pajamas and went to sleep pretty much. Um, I had worked on a rat sweater until almost two in the morning the night before and then gotten up fairly early. So I was kind of tired. And earlier on Saturday, I went to Japantown and had lunch with Paulina at Under the Bridge. I had the beef curry spaghetti and she had the curry udon or curry soba, excuse me, looked really good. Had an egg on top of it. Um, I do have some good news though. Paulina is not moving until next June. So I'll have another year of friendship. Um, Rose, however, is moving in August. And every time I see her, I check in because I just that's just too soon. That's 10 weeks away. But yeah, people just leave, you know, people just leave the Bay Area. They leave the city, you know, they go to Oakland and then they leave or they just leave straight from SF. So, yeah, I don't like it when people leave the city and everyone that I wish would go they're still here. So that puts it in perspective. It's kind of strange how that happens. Um, yeah, with the new, I guess, lifting of restrictions with masks, it seems that everything, everyone in San Francisco is still pretty much remaining the same with their masking. Like, um, Either there's a lot of unvaccinated people who are still wearing their masks or everyone is just taking extra precautions. Um, statistically, 75% of San Francisco is already vaccinated. So I think that everyone's just kind of taking extra precautions. I walked around outside for a little bit without my mask because I wanted to wear lip lipstick when I was in Japantown. But then um, I felt weird and I put it back on. Uh, and definitely kept it on indoors. Because, yeah, with that rule, it's so weird because unless you have, you're flashing your vaccination badge, um, there's really no way of knowing, you know? Um, I have my certificate that I keep, like, in my wallet. It's like a small card, I guess. I guess I could get it laminated. But I'm concerned about someone yanking it off of me. You know what I mean? There's definitely aspects of my lifestyle that have 
changed. And when I'm really honest with myself, I think that I just like to be alone all the time. Um, and occasionally meet up with friends and stuff. And I don't think I'll be dating anytime soon. I don't want to get on Tinder or anything like that. And I don't know, maybe I'll meet someone nice. But yeah, some people were really, I guess, you know, dying to hook up with people and stuff. But I'm not really. There's someone that I hook up with every now and then. Um, it's not a big deal. Um, but even if they weren't around, I would still, I don't know. I don't think I have the desire to date anyone or sleep with anyone really. So that's interesting. It's kind of a relief because dating is stressful and boring at the same time, you know? And usually the guys like really misrepresent themselves and it's just a waste of my time generally. So that's fine. I'm happy with not dating and stuff. There's, you know, it's kind of hard because like my projects and things that I'm doing are of much greater interest to me than trying to get to know new people um, who usually turn out to be quite dull, um, looking to me for conversational value and stuff. Um, but I am really excited about my projects and creating things. And I've been eating a salad a day because I was really, my quarantine diet, <laughs> and I'm not talking about an eating plan, just like the way I ate during the quarantine was pretty decadent. And I gained a little bit of weight, but not that bad. But yeah, getting that fresh taste and lots of veggies in me is really good. What is it, Lavinia? She has been extra demanding lately. Surprise, surprise. I think she just wanted some attention. So yeah, I'm giving her a little rub down here at her food bowl. There you go. Come on. Come on here. Yeah, she just wanted to make sure that she could make me get up out of bed. It's her special power that she has. Come on up. Come see mommy. She has a little step stool that enables her to climb up to the to the bed. Come here. Yeah, I I will have to stop the podcast at some point. Um, yeah, one of the things I made though, that is really good. I'd like to share a recipe with you. It's super easy. Kirsty, before she moved to England, gave me a bag of that super long grain wild rice. And it's like a blackish brown color. And the, the grains are very thin. And... I hadn't really gotten around to making anything with it, but I did. I made a really good rice pilaf, and 
it's real easy. And I don't even know if it's a proper pilaf. Um, but what you do is you get a shallot or some leeks. I've already made it twice with either one of those. Um, your long, your super long grain rice, some jasmine rice, and if you have brown rice, brown rice too. And then you set those aside and you get two, two to four lamb sausages, depending on how much meat you want in there or any other kind of sausage. Um, and you slice the sausage and the sausage should be of really high quality with a really thin skin to it, you know? Um, so sausage should be really squishy. It shouldn't be like stiff with nitrates or anything like that. Should be a fresh sausage. Um, and if you don't eat meat, I would do pine nuts and like a variety of nuts instead. That would be good. Um, and then you get about, I don't know, maybe a pound of shiitake mushrooms. And the shiitake mushrooms just have a really delicious texture. And they're small and they're cute and they're, it gives the whole dish like an earthy appeal. So you put the uh, long grain rice in and then you saute that with butter and you add your sausage, your shallots or leeks, and then your um, mushrooms and you just let it go. And then as it's simmering, you chop up some thyme, rosemary, and oregano fresh and put that in there. Um, I tend to use a lot of thyme in it. I love the flavor of thyme. And just a little bit of the rosemary and a medium amount of the fresh oregano. Um, you can use dried herbs, but I think for these purposes, it has the flavors have more roundness if you use fresh herbs. So yeah, you kind of saute that. Um, don't be stingy with the butter. And you coat the rice in oil. And I kind of add the rices generally in this order, like with, um, you know, the long, the long wild rice, brown rice, and then the jasmine rice. So once you've got it coated and the, you know, the mushrooms start to kind of shrink a little bit and the shallots or leeks caramelize a little bit or, you know, get more translucent. And then when the sausage starts to brown a bit, um, then you add three cups of water. Oh, by the way, if you are not using brown rice and you're just using the two rices, still add three cups of water and you use a cup each of each rice. Then you, I just do it on the stove and then you just simmer it for 30 minutes and it should be done by then. Um, at the 20 minute mark, I add about two tablespoons of that palmy tomato paste, but you can use any kind of tomato paste and you mix that around. And then I add a little bit of wine and let it simmer for another 10 minutes. Um, I use red wine cause that's what I have on hand. 
And the tomato does not make it turn it into Spanish rice or anything, but it just gives it more of that umami flavor. It gives it that ultra savory richness. So just use a little bit of the tomato. It's really just to round out the flavors. And then your pilaf is done. Um, I went really retro and I topped, I finished the pilaf with a little bit of truffle oil and then I shaved Parmesan cheese onto it. It's so good. It's so delicious. So that's why I need to eat salads every day. <laughs> um, because I like making stuff like that. So yeah, it's a really hard dish to fuck up. Um, all I would say is because of the long grain rice, um, make sure you don't skimp on the water and add enough butter. And of course, you know, salt and pepper. Oh God, I've got a lot of shipping to do today. I think that my assistant's coming over. Um, I have to confirm with them, but yeah, I have a big milestone in my life that will be finished hopefully, um, by next Monday and I will keep you guys posted in the meantime. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.